Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Well, happy Monday, everybody, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Fifth Street Soccer here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM211, Dan Patrick Sports, and of course the award-winning Sirius XM app. I am not Dan Patrick, I'm Nick Kieber, and it is a pleasure to be with you, my regular co-host Nick Webster, taking the day off today to deal with some other stuff that he has to deal with, but that does not mean that we have any shortage of stories and issues to talk about today. Of course, the big match is now over. Liverpool-Man United, or Man United-Liverpool, was it Old Trafford? Liverpool right now, top of the table after the nil-nil draw. I'm going to tell you why this really was not a bad result at all for Liverpool. So if you're a Liverpool fan, calm down, relax. I'm going to explain it all to you. Leicester City, while they struggle badly, an absolutely disastrous result, a loss 4-1 at home against Crystal Palace. They have not won in God knows when. They've lost four of their last five, and of course, that was enough to see off manager Claude Puel, who got the sack very quickly thereafter. Rumor mill abounds. Brendan Rodgers from Celtic, the former Liverpool manager, of course, will be coming in. Let's talk about it. 800-878-7529. If you've got something to say, that's toll-free, 800-878-PLAY. Love to hear from you. Chelsea take Manchester City all the way to penalties in the EFL, the Carabao Cup final at Wembley. Let's talk about it. Obviously, the shenanigans that went on at the end, internal to Chelsea, with Maurizio Sarri trying to substitute a player and having that player refuse to come off was a problem, but it might just have brought everyone together. Let's discuss it. What does it mean for Sarri? What do you think? 800-878-PLAY. Really interesting story in the New York Times about a 13-year-old phenom, Olivia Moultrie, offered a scholarship to UNC at the age of 13. She turns it down. She's going to become the youngest ever U.S. pro. Let's talk about this. I'm not so sure, and I'll tell you why. And, of course, in the last segment, we're going to go through tomorrow's matches, and I'll be joined by Sports Byline Broadcast Network's very own Rick Tittle. That's what's on the table tonight, folks. Big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. I'm going to step aside and take a break. Hope you'll rejoin me in three minutes. Stay with us here on Fist Street Soccer. If this were just any door, and this were just any ignition... 
connected to just any transmission in just any vehicle, then perhaps it would be okay to buy it from just anyone. But this is not just any car. It's a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz. Every detail has been inspected and road tested by highly skilled Mercedes-Benz technicians. And it's all backed by an unlimited mileage warranty for up to five years. Which makes the decision of where to buy one simple. Your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer. The certified pre-owned sales event going on now through February 28th. Come in today and we'll help cover your first month's payment. Offer available through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. Because in the end, it's absolute confidence in genuine Mercedes-Benz parts, or it isn't. It's either Mercedes-Benz certified pre-owned, or it isn't. See your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer for complete details and limitations on credit towards your first month's payment and certified pre-owned warranties. Attention business owners. Now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 they can make things worse for me Sometimes I'd rather die They can tell me lots of things But I can't say I die Alright, welcome back Little Agent Orange for you here As we uh, look forward to a full week of Premier League action Believe it or not, it's unbelievable We've got matches Tuesday, Wednesday Then of course we have Premier League matches during the weekend as well. It is great stuff. Lots to talk about. Welcome back, Fifth Street Soccer, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM 211. Nick Gieber with you here today. I am solo behind the mic. We'll be joined a little later on by Rick Tittle. Look forward to talking to Rick. We will do our preview of tomorrow's games. Before we get into some of the stories that I spoke about in the open, 
I'd like to just uh, take a look back to Friday's show where Nick and I gave our predictions uh, for the matches this weekend. So here we go. Uh, let's start with uh, Burnley Spurs uh, at Turf Moor. Uh, I predicted a 1-1 draw. Nick predicted a 2-1 Spurs win. And surprisingly, we were both dead wrong on this one, folks. We didn't do very well uh, for our Saturday matches at all because... Spurs lost, and, you know, Pochettino went after the referee. He's going to be fined. He had to apologize. But this really dented badly Spurs' title chances. And if you listen to the show on Friday, Nick and I were both talking about how they were a dark horse and you really shouldn't write them off. Well, a bad result indeed, one that really may well have taken them out of the title race picture. All right, next match uh, we had... Uh, was uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers at Bournemouth at uh, Vitality. Now, this match, uh, I predicted a 2-1 Wolves win, and Nick predicted a 2-0 Wolves win. This one actually was 1-1, so we got that one wrong, too. Uh, Leicester Crystal Palace. Now, this was a surprise. Uh, I said 1-1. I wasn't really convinced with Leicester's form at all. They've been pretty awful. Nick said uh, they should do the number on Palace at home. Uh, this one was at the King Power Stadium, and uh, they got blown out by uh, by Palace 4-1, and that resulted in the manager, Claude Puel, getting sacked. On Sunday's matches, uh, Arsenal-Southampton, we both had this result correct. We were a little off on the scoreline. I thought it would be a few more goals. Uh, I said 3-0, Nick said 4-0 for the Gunners. It was 2-0, Arsenal-Southampton. And finally... Uh, one I got right, I said this would be a 1-1 draw. Uh, Manchester United, Liverpool at Old Trafford. Nick said Man United would win it 1-0. It was, in fact, a 0-0 draw, uh, a goalless draw. Uh, a uh, interesting match, uh, not one if you were hoping for high scoring and action, uh, but uh, lots to talk about, lots of storylines coming off of that match in particular. Uh, now, I said in the open that Liverpool's fans you know, really shouldn't be too worried. And, and and while it is true, absolutely, that Manchester City are a strong squad, probably one of the best squads in football, well-managed, great side, currently with a fine bit of form. Uh, they've had, uh, they beat Arsenal, uh, they've beat Everton, uh, they've beat Chelsea all on the bounce after that very surprise loss against Newcastle United at St. James's Park back at the end of January. And they look good. They look very good. However, if you look at the table right now, uh, after 27 matches, remember, there's only 38 games, 11 more to go. Liverpool have 66 points. Manchester City has 65. And what does that mean? Well, that means that this is all in the hands of Liverpool. Because they cannot, if they had dropped three points, well, that would have been a massive problem. Why massive? Well, because the goal differential is enormous. It's a 10-goal goal differential. So City have scored 10 more goals than they've conceded. Uh, Liverpool have scored 59 and conceded 15. City have scored uh, 74 and conceded 20. But just listen to this, folks. Liverpool have conceded 15 goals in 27 matches and keep in mind the weirdest anomaly of them all. Three of those 15 goals were scored at Am- uh, by Crystal Palace against Liverpool at Anfield. Liverpool did win that match, uh, but what an anomaly that was. 
up next for Liverpool. A tough match, albeit at home against Watford. Uh, up next for City, they are going to be hosting West Ham United. Uh, tough matches for both teams, but matches one would expect them to get all three points for. Now, we talked about Tottenham Hotspur and the trouble that they're running on right now after this loss, surprise loss, I might add, uh, that they suffered at the hands of Burnley. And the reason that I bring that up is because their next match is actually against Chelsea. So we're going to talk about Tottenham a little more the very last segment of uh, the show when we welcome Rick Tittle, who's a big Spurs fan. All right, we talked about Leicester City. What an absolutely disaster it has been at the King Power Stadium. It's been a disastrous season for them. Obviously, the loss uh, in that terrible helicopter accident of their owner was uh, terrifically sad. But they didn't seem to come together over this tragedy. It, it, it didn't bring them together the way, say, um, the Sala tragedy did at Cardiff City. This team has been absolutely awful. I mean, when I say absolutely awful, I mean since December, the 29th of December, they've won one match, they've drawn one match, and they've lost the rest. So was was I surprised they fired uh, they fired Claude Puel? No, I, I was not surprised they fired Claude Puel. Now keep in mind, twelfth they are currently twelfth on the table. I mean they've been twelfth and eleventh. They've been hovering around this sort of mid-table mediocrity since the start of the season. In fairness, but I think it's the dip in form. I think it's the oh what seven matches without a win in a row that did it. But then the question is, who is going to take his place? Now, all the discussions are rolling around Brendan Rodgers. Uh, you may remember old Brendan. He's currently uh, coaching, uh, the, currently the gaffer at Celtic in Scotland and doing a great job after he was fired from Liverpool uh, Football Club. He's certainly a, uh, a decent manager, I would say. Uh, he also managed uh, Swansea City. And Reading and Watford. I don't think he's that great of a manager, to be fair. But would he be a good manager for Leicester City? I suppose he could. would. Would he want to take that job? I have no clue, folks, why he would want to take that job. Uh, Kartik Krishnaya, who you've heard on this show many times, put out a great tweet today. He was questioning why Brendan Rodgers would want to trade into a club where player power was really the the going word, where the lunatics were running the asylum, where the players were the ones that wield the power in the club and not the manager. And I think he might have a great point. Uh, you know, we've talked about who would want to go to, uh, to Chelsea and manage. I mean, that's a poison chalice. Is going to Leicester City the same situation? I don't know, but I have to think, actually, that Brendan Rodgers might take that job. I think he would love to come back to England from Scotland. I think his, his new wife probably doesn't like it up there in Scotland. It's a bit cold. It's a bit not nice. Uh, it's not like it is. Yeah, I guess Leicester's not that particularly. Well, Leicester's actually quite nice. But by the way, uh, so's, uh, so's Glasgow. Very nice. But it is a little cold. But I'm imagining that uh, she might want to move further south. This could be a good job for him. We will certainly have to wait and see what happens because if it's not Brendan Rogers, some of the other names that have come up 
uh, former Borussia Dortmund manager Peter Stoger. Uh, he's been w- out of work since leading, leading, leaving Borussia Dortmund in May. Uh, and also Burnley manager uh, Sean Dyche has played down speculation, though, that he's been targeted by Leicester. But generally, when you know you play now speculation that you've been targeted, uh, guess what, folks? It generally means that, uh, yeah, that you've been targeted. All right, we uh, have to wrap this segment up because uh, we are just running out of time. When we come back, two other stories I'm going to get to. One has to do with Chelsea Football Club. want to talk about the situation with the uh, Carabao Cup final, the situation that went on with the goalkeeper Kepa and manager Sari. I want to talk about some of the pressure Sari's under. And then I want to talk about this really fascinating story in the New York Times about a terrific little 13-year-old uh, by the name of Olivia Moultrie, who has now become the youngest ever female professional soccer player in the United States. But I'm going to tell you why well, I'm not sure that's such a good idea. All right, folks, be right back after this. You're listening to Fist Street Soccer, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM 211. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas... 
Evo's helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evo's is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com. Well, welcome back to the show, folks. For, for those of you that know me, have watched me when I had my TV show or listened to me on the radio, see my pictures, you know I'm basically a hairy bastard, and that's just the way it is. Uh, I have a uh, mangina, and uh, I do like to shave around it, particularly when I'm going out. And quite honestly, having a good razor is absolute quality. I'm tired of just ripping my face to pieces with these cheap, disposable razors and the like. So... I luckily have found my shaving nirvana with Harry's razors, folks. This is absolutely terrific. A close, smooth shave, a wonderful razor with a comfortable handle, and most importantly, the value is incredible. Now, look, Harry's founders, they also were tired of pay, uh, paying up for razors that were overpriced and sometimes over-designed and sometimes under-designed. They actually went out and bought an entire blade factory in Germany. And I wonder if they watched some Bundesliga action while they were doing that. But look, now you too can get a trial set for $13 and see what I'm talking about with Harry's razors. You're going to get a weighted ergonomic handle, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and a trimmer blade, a rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. Or for 13 this is a $13 value trial set, folks. This is for you, listeners of my show. Tell them I sent you. Go to harrys.com forward slash world soccer. Go to harrys.com world soccer and see what all this shaving stuff is all about. All right. Welcome back to the show. I was talking before the break about uh, Chelsea Football Club. And, of course, you know, the discussion coming into the weekend. Is Sorry even going to be there? You know, what a load of rubbish. He'll be sacked in the morning. All the stuff the fans were singing to him. You don't know what you're doing. But, you know, actually... He took Man City to the wire. And you have to think if he'd been able to substitute Willy Cabrera at that penalty shootout at the end. Now, keep in mind, Cabrera is a former Manchester City goalkeeper who is a very accomplished penalty stopper. That's why Sarri wanted to substitute Kepa for Cabrera right before the penalty shootout. Of course, we know the story, or if you don't know the story, I'm going to tell you. Kepper refused to come out, forcing his manager, Maurizio Sarri, to leave him in. And guess what? Chelsea lose the penalty shootout. Uh, this was an internal player revolution. And apparently Sarri, who's been known to what we call in the football world, have a little hairdryer treatment. And that comes from Sir Alex Ferguson's notorious hairdryer treatments. Uh let fly in the locker room. And I'm just wondering, folks, I'm just wondering if this loss to Manchester City, and again, they weren't blown out, they weren't shown up, they weren't embarrassed, 
They played great football against Man City. They were, you know, they took it to penalties. At times it seemed like they were unlucky not to win. Say You could say the same thing about City, obviously. But they took them to the wire. And a penalty shootout, as you know, well, it's a crapshoot. But I'm just wondering if this player revolution that was quashed by the other players and by Sarri, because Kepa got no support from his fellow teammates, if this isn't the catalyst that's going to bring this club together and deliver the locker room back to Sarri. And I think Sarri showed in this cup final against Manchester City that he is does have the tactical nous to get it done against the big clubs. Maybe, just maybe, this was a loss that was actually a victory in the long term for Sarri and for Chelsea Football Club. Uh, we can also talk about perhaps this was a bit of a Pyrrhic victory for Manchester City because out of this match, uh, they ended up with uh, Laporta and Fernandinho injured, no return date. One of the most important players on the City squad. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, uh, Ray in Milwaukee, welcome to the show. What do you think about the cup final? Uh, yeah, I, well, I, uh, when you upshow your manager like that, it's kind of controversial. I, I'm, I've never coached or anything like that, but, uh, that, that's a unique situation that I've never seen before. Um, but I really want to talk about Liverpool. Go right ahead. Okay. Now, uh, would you rather win the league title or Champions League? I'd rather win the league title. I'd rather win both. Yeah. Would you consider it a failure, and would you think about changing managers if you'd win neither? No. Okay, now, uh, I have a big thing to pick with the British media pundits, uh, like the Stan Collymore's and the Nick, uh, uh, what is that, uh, the the Scottish guy on uh, ESPN. Okay, go ahead. what's What's the bone to pick? Okay, now, when Pep came to Man City in his first year and he underperformed, and the criticism that was laid upon by these people in the British media, like uh, the Stan Collymore's and um, all you're those thinking knuckleheads. Of Craig Burley. Craig Burley yeah. is who you're thinking of. Not, no, not Craig Burley, uh, the ex-coach for the New England Revolution. Oh, uh Stevie Nichol. Stevie Nichol, yeah. Well, Stevie Nichol's a yep. former Liverpool player. Right. Right, right. Okay, yep. Uh, uh, and the criticism that they laid upon him, and they said that you couldn't manage like this because you were playing our most competitive league in the world. And then the following year, he turns around and shoves it all in their face and wins uh, the league by a record number of points. And yet, uh, I think Jurgen Klopp is a good manager. But that type of level of criticism and scrutiny has never gone laid on him. That was arguably one of the worst performances against a ten man, essentially a ten man Manchester United team in the English Classical, which I look at as the, the only game, one of the only few games that I want to watch. Uh, and the fact that uh, Solskjaer was completely naive, his naivety. Uh, and you could see uh, he was, yeah, well, uh, with his substitutions pattern, uh, messed up completely. Yeah, and he, the fact he, that he, he made, look, look, 
look, Ray, he, he, he made a mistake. I mean, he, he made a mistake. And, and I understand what you're saying here. Uh, and, I, and I'm sorry to, to move you along here because I, I really I have to get to this story uh, about this uh, young player, uh, Olivia Moultrie. But, you know, look, I, I think that you are doing a disservice to Manchester United, who are a very good team under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, who have found their rhythm, rhythm and most importantly, found their belief. Uh, this is a team that was playing at home with uh, the power of one of uh, the most uh, electric stadiums in English football. I mean, obviously Anfield is, for me, the most electric stadium, but not far behind is Old Trafford. I mean, the, the, the fans were behind the team. And you are playing a team with the likes of Paul Pogba in it. I mean, this isn't, it's not like you're playing Huddersfield. This was what a was nil-nil it? draw. This was a scoreless draw. They didn't score. Liverpool didn't score. And part of it was Firmino, you know, came off and wasn't able to, to sort of have that enganche role, that, that linking play that he's so good at. Uh, and, you know, it was nil-nil. A clean sheet for both teams. I think you're being overly harsh. Liverpool Last top of the year. table with that extra point. Last year, there was a nil-nil draw at Old Trafford, and uh, Jose Mourinho was heavily criticized by his tactics and not willing to play this game. How can you tell me that what's called Liverpool, Liverpool essentially played for the draw when they are clearly a more better team, they're a more talented team, no, and they have the more experienced coach? Well, I, look, I think you're making, two, you're making two wrong assumptions here. Number one is I don't believe they played for the draw. I also think Liverpool's midfield isn't as creative as it could be. And when you take the most creative player off for whatever reason, I think it was probably for some sort of physical issue with Firmino, um, you lose a lot of that creativity. The other thing is, look, you're doing a gross injustice to Manchester United's defense, which I thought was absolutely terrific. I thought they shut down. Look, when you take Mo Salah off because he can't get a sniff at goal, you know you're doing something right defensively. So, look, don't put it all to down to Liverpool. This wasn't like you put Lions out there and they're going to eat pussycats. I mean, the, you know, this was two, this is two very good teams, and it was a nil-nil draw. Right. Appreciate the call. Always appreciate the call. But I really want to run along. Thank you so much. I want to talk about this story about this young 13-year-old. Uh, now, look, folks, if, if you've listened to the show, you know that I am not the biggest fan. And by fan, it doesn't mean I don't have respect or admiration for the women's game. It's just because there's so much football in the world to follow that I really just don't have a lot of time to get to it. And we're probably going to have to take this little story over the break and uh, be joined by Rick Tittle to discuss it as well. But there, if you remember a few years back, Freddie Adu, a 13-year-old Ghanaian-American kid, comes over... Uh, he's, he's, he's brilliant, he's far beyond anyone his age, and he's bigger and he's stronger and he's taller and he's better on the ball and he could go to Europe and he's not going to go. And he went and he came back and it, it just didn't pan out for Freddie. He, his career was mishandled. He was mishandled horribly by the U.S. soccer institution at that point. And now we have this young lady, 13 years old. At the age of 11, she was offered a scholarship to UNC, which is one of the top women's soccer programs in the country. I think she'd have to obviously get of of age first before she could go. But at the age of 13, she turned it down. She turned down the scholarship offer so that she could go and turn pro. Folks, when we come back, we'll be joined by Rick Tittle from the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Rick's a big Tottenham fan, by the way. We're going to grill him a bit on the... uh, meltdown there that Tottenham had. We'll talk about the uh, problems against Burnley. But 
We're going to have Rick to ch- uh, chime in on this as well. Olivia Moultrie is her name. We're going to talk about it when we come back. This is Fifth Street Soccer on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM211, Dan Patrick Sports. I'm Nick Gieber. You can find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber. And you can find me here behind the mic each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Be right back after this. I'm Nick Ebram. I like to have a nice, smooth shave. I do have a goatee. I like to make sure the skin around it is nice and smooth. And you know, when you're using one of those disposable razors, you never know what you're going to get. You don't get a great shave. I tell you, I have found the solution to my shaving issues with Harry's razors. Non-slip, comfortable handle. I think these are absolutely the best. Right now, you could get a $13 value trial set Comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave, weighted ergonomic handle, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip, a rich lathering shave gel, a travel blade cover. You can get a $13 value trial set right now. Go to harrys.com forward slash world soccer. Go right now, harrys.com forward slash world soccer. Redeem your offer right now and let them know that I, Nick Gieber, sent you harrys.com forward slash world soccer to go get your Harry's razors. For years, they said it could lead to madness. They relegated it to dark rooms and back alleys. They shamed those who grew it. They did a stop and frisk on anyone they thought might have it. But now, this February, a completely different kind of history will be made because of it. And you have the chance to see it. In fact, millions will watch as 80 years of unjust stigma is left in the past. A product that drove good people to the black market will be revealed as one that's creating a new global market. A plant that was once viewed with fear will be seen as a source of calm and wellness. This February, what inspired the symbol of counterculture will at long last be seen as just culture. A new normal is coming. Will you be one of the first to see it? Visit medmen.com to watch an exclusive preview. That's medmen.com. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Well, uh, probably an appropriate song there. We're going to be joined by Rick Tittle this segment. Kind of had that song in mind for Rick. 
Uh, it's always great to have him. We'll have him here in just a few minutes. Uh, welcome back, folks. Fifth Street Soccer Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM. Uh, Nick Gieber with you tonight, as I am each and every weeknight, 9 p.m. Pacific, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Get my times right here. Uh, before the break, I was talking a little bit about the situation with this uh, young lady, Olivia Moultrie, a highly talented 13-year-old. She was offered a scholarship to UNC at the age of 11. Uh, she turned it down and decided to go pro at the age of 13. Now, a couple of problems here. And again, I want to look back at the Freddie Adu situation. Uh, for those of you who may not remember Freddie Adu, he was uh, supposedly uh, an incredibly uh, talented, well, he was actually very talented, young 13-year-old uh, who was sort of the, fa- the future face of American soccer, uh, he was born in Ghana, uh, moved out here with his uh, parents. He was uh, uh, born in 89. In 2002, he was playing with the IMG Academy uh, in the U.S. Olympic, Olympic Development Program, and he signed with Major League Soccer at 14, the youngest American ever to sign a Major League uh, uh, Soccer professional contract, uh, pardon me, a Major League professional contract in any team sport and he was chosen by D.C. United as the number one pick in the uh, MLS Superdraft. Now, look, folks, uh, there was a league for him to play in at the time, Major League Soccer. Now, Freddie was horribly mishandled between 04 and uh, 07 when he uh, finally went uh, to Portugal, I want to say. I think he went to Portugal. Um, and his career never really amounted to much of uh, – uh, well, it's not fair. His career didn't amount to what people expected of him. He's now playing here in Las Vegas, by the way, for the Las Vegas Lights. The thing that concerns me about this young lady, Olivia Moultrie, is I'm not sure what she's going to do because she can't play professionally in Europe until she's 18. She can't play for the NWSL, which is the uh, – um, the league she would play with here in the United States until she's 18. And I'm also concerned about the physical differences between a 13-year-old girl and a 19, 20, 21, 22-year-old ath- female athlete that she might play with. You know, children's bodies change, and 13 years old, well, it's just a child. Oh, welcome to the show. Sports Byline's very own Rick Tittle and a big Spurs fan. We're going to talk about the situation uh, with Spurs here in just a minute. But, Rick, have you been following this story about Olivia Moultrie? Not at all. I'm just hearing about this from you. Well, it is a, it's a fascinating story only because of the parallels that one can draw with her and Freddie Adu. Now, one of the things, I'm sure you remember this, uh, Rick, uh, the one thing that had Freddie was in Freddie Adu's favor was that at the age of 14, he was already a very big lad, and he was able to size and weight-wise, at least, get out on the pitch with the bigger, with, 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 the, uh, with the adults and, and, and not become a, a piece of meat. But I'm concerned about a 13-year-old girl. I mean, there is a big difference between a 13-year-old girl and a 19, 20, 21, 22-year-old athlete, don't you think? Yeah, um, I mean, there's no doubt, especially almost a preteen. Although I will say, I mean, as a lot of women will tell you, they stop growing at 14. This is why junior high dances, the girls are 5'6", and the guys are 5'2". So I don't know what this one young lady is like at 13. I know Anna Kornikova was kind of that size when she was 13, but general speaking, I totally agree with you. 
So she's she's signed with Wasserman Group, uh, which is a sports agency out of L.A., and I know the folks at Wasserman. I just, I really just don't understand what they're trying to do with her. What do they plan on doing with her? She can't play in Europe. She's too young. She doesn't have any senior uh, U.S. women's national team appearances. She wouldn't make the qualifications for a work permit. There's it's no need just, for her to play. It's in. probably just a futures deal. They probably see her as the next Mia Hamm. And as we've seen, you know, you don't need to play. I mean, most Soccer fans can't tell you where Alex Morgan plays, but they know um, what she does with the national team. And, and so uh, people can still make money off you if you're a, uh, a young lady soccer star in this country without playing club soccer. So they're probably just making sure they lock her up early. I mean, that's really young, but uh, I guess they're, they're being, um, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to be proactive. Well, that's right, and she got a three hundred or four hundred thousand dollar Nike sponsorship. So this is all about the money. Someone is making big money off this thirteen-year-old who has really yet to prove herself at the level that everyone's putting her up. I think it puts an enormous amount of pressure on her young, narrow shoulders, and uh, I can only hope that she's better handled by the adults that supposedly surround her and care for her than Freddie Adu was by the. Uh, vultures that were around young Freddie at the time who essentially destroyed uh, his prospects uh, and future career all right rick let's get to it let's talk about tottenham hotspur what on earth happened this weekend well i mean that's the thing about the prem i mean there's there are no soft touches and you know harry kane was back and they went to turf more and and you know pochettino played a team with a a, a foyt and a you know they just Sometimes you just switch off for a second, and it's it's bound to happen. And Tottenham have won so many road games. It's just you know every once in a while you're going to lose one. But unfortunately, if you want to win a title, you can't afford to lose like that. It's almost like college football. Unless you're in the SEC, you can't even lose one time. And so it, it's heartbreaking to know that had they won, they'd only be three points out of first place right now. But still, they're six points out. Um, I've been saying all along they're not going to win the league just because they've never done it in my lifetime, so I've never seen it, so I don't believe it. But, uh, you know, it's it's not over yet. That one is a real setback, and they don't have much margin for error anymore. Well, I, I, I can honestly say, I mean, I think that killed their title hopes. Uh, I'm not sure that – I thought they were a great dark horse, and I've loved watching them play this year. Uh, they, they They're just a little – Need, they need more players. I mean, they have to have some depth. The problem is, is that your next match is at Stamford Bridge against Chelsea. That I think, I think this Chelsea team is going to respond to the situation that happened at Wembley. Uh, I think this whole situation with Kepa and Sari and uh, and Sari uh, giving him the hairdryer treatment in the locker room and the rest of the team backing Sari might well bring this team together. I think this could be the wrong time for Tottenham to go to Stamford Bridge. Well, we'll see. I mean, it, I think it's ironic that, you know, Chelsea's going to be, you know, with two windows banned, and yet they're going to add Pulisic, who's already a player. Tottenham, the last player they bought was in January of 2017, Lucas Morris. So they're actually going to add a guy when Tottenham almost had a self-imposed two transfer windows that yep. they didn't do. I think Maurizio Sarri, um, especially after the game, talking about a miscommunication uh, it was a spineless thing. He emasculated himself. He castrated himself. He's the guy that wanted 72 million pounds to buy this kid. 
Um, if I was in that Chelsea boot room, I would have zero respect for Sarri at this point. So I don't know if they're going to respond or not. When you have guys like Hazard on your team, you always have a chance. But, but to me, he basically fired himself when he let Kepa stay on the field. Well, that's an interesting take, and certainly I think it's a valid look at it. But we'll have to see what happens on the 27th on Wednesday. We'll have to see if Chelsea can rally. I mean, I thought they, quite frankly, played a great match against City. It was a great match. They really responded. It's just that when you when you let some kid um, call the shots, you know, right or wrong, if you want to just play it off and say, oh, you know, you, you're okay now, okay, no big deal. But when you shout and scream and then Gianfranco Zola getting up shouting and screaming and then uh, afterwards saying, oh, it's no big deal, I mean, he gave himself the sack. I really think that. And, you know, not right now, but, you know, at the end of the year, he's out. All right. Well, let's uh, get to the matches. We've only got about uh, <clears throat> about five minutes left. Uh, Cardiff City Stadium. Cardiff are going to host Everton, uh, Rick. And, you know, Everton are just, are just absolutely god-awful. I mean, I don't know what Marco Silva's doing there or how much longer he's got, but they've, won, they've lost four out of the last five matches in the Premier League. Uh, now, I will admit Cardiff City uh, are not much better, but they've at least won two out of the last five. They did uh, get thumped, absolutely murdered at home against Watford, of course. Uh, but that was coming off wins against Southampton and, and Bournemouth. So this is an interesting match. I mean, I, I can't see Silver really surviving too much longer uh, either at Goodison. Uh, I'm just not sure you know, why anyone would want that job. But I actually think Everton are going to win this one. What do you think? I see a draw here. Um, I have some good friends who are Everton fans, and just all year long, it's 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 amazing how your lot, Nick, have these very creative memes and things to make fun of yourselves. I I greatly admire the self-deprecating humor of the mm. of the English. The British, but, yes. I mean, there 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 have been times when I'm watching Everton play, and I can honestly say that Gilfie Sigerson is their best player. I mean, if you're in the Premier League, and I like Gilfie, if he's your best player. Um, you're not going anywhere. Well, well, Richarlison. Well, yeah, but I mean, there have been times I've seen him switch off. So I mean, yeah, he's he's got a bright future, but it's just the the times. I mean, the, the last time I actually saw him play, I think they shipped like six goals at the first Spurs. Um, but <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I don't know what kind of revolution they have there. They they should have hung on to Dave Moyes when they had the chance. Yeah, probably. All right, a couple more matches. Uh, I don't think we need to spend too long with Huddersfield against Wolves. Huddersfield are just probably one of the worst teams I've ever seen in the Premier League, and Wolves, I've really enjoyed watching them. Uh, this should be a fairly uh, easy victory, I would say, 2 or 3 nil for Wolves. Uh, let's move along to the King Power, where a managerless Leicester City are going to be facing Brighton Hove Albion. Uh, this is a important match for Brighton because they would love to win this and get out of that sort of potential uh, giant sucking sound of the relegation spots. Uh, and on the other hand, the question is, how's Leicester going to respond? How do you think, Rick? Yeah, that's a. I think that's really a, a toss-up to tell you the truth. It's and it's just remi- a reminder. I mean, how long ago did Leicester win the Premier League? It seems like it's fifty years ago now, and it yeah. just makes me even more mad. And were it not for a Robert Hoot goal at White Hart Lane, Tottenham probably would have won a Premier League <laughs> that year. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, I like to see Brighton stay up. I've also got another friend who's a, a fan, and so, uh, like I said, I, I, I don't have one take on that one way or the other. It's, to me, it's a toss-up. Uh, I can't, I don't, I, look, honestly, I think Fulham 
And Huddersfield are down. It's that last spot uh, against Brighton, Cardiff, and Southampton. I don't know about Southampton. They're they're either decent or just absolutely horrible. And it seems like, as of late, they're more absolutely horrible than they are decent. So I I tend to think they're the ones that are going to see the drop. Uh, For me, for this Leicester match, I'm going to say it's 2-0 for Leicester. I think they will rebound. And finally, Newcastle at St. James's Park are going to host Burnley. This is a really important match for both teams. If Newcastle can get all three points here, that will see them safe, essentially, and they don't have to worry about it anymore. And they've been hot, Rick. Uh, Rafa Benitez has done a good job. Only one loss in the last five. So uh, I think uh, this is St. James's Park. For me, I think they're going to win this one. I agree with you. I mean, he's uh, Rafa Benitez is a very good tactician. He doesn't have a whole lot to work with. But the reason Burnley is so bad is that they can't put two wins together. They're not going to knock off Tottenham and then win the next game. I don't care who they're playing. They're just too poor to get back-to-back victories. And, and as you said, Newcastle can uh, stay away from that trap door with three points. Well, <laughs> I-, I laugh because uh, that's exactly what they had. The Spurs victory was back-to-back after beating uh, Brighton, and, of course, that came on the back <laughs> of three draws. But, Rick, always an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, when can our listeners hear you? Nine to noon Pacific time, noon to three on the East Coast, uh, Monday through Friday, Sports Byline USA. All right, Rick Tittle, thank you so much. By the way, he's at Rick Tittle on Twitter, a big Spurs fan. It's always great to speak to Rick. All right, well, I'm going to step aside, take a break, and I'm going to run and use the loo, too. When we come back, I'll wrap it all up here on Fist Street Soccer. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. 
Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. All right, folks. Uh, welcome back. To, ooh, that was quick. Welcome back to the show. Ah, Nick Eber here with Fifth Street Soccer Sports Byline Broadcast Network Series XM two eleven. Just to recap, these are the matches for tomorrow at the Cardiff City Stadium. It is Cardiff City hosting Marco Silva's misfiring Everton Football Club. Having said that, I tend to think Everton are going to win this match 2-1. Rick Tittle, uh, who we spoke to prior to the break, thought it would be a 1-1 draw. Uh, The next one is at John Smith Stadium. It's Huddersfield hosting Wolves. Huddersfield just awful. This is going to be 2-0 for Wolves, at least, if bet the over on this one, I think. Uh, The King Power, Leicester City, who are now without a manager, will be hosting Brighton. I think Leicester will rebound from this, however. And I'm going to say 2-0 for Leicester City. And finally, tomorrow, uh, Newcastle hosts Burnley at St. James's Park. Huge match for Rafa Benitez. And I like Newcastle to pull this one out as well. I think Rafa is a very cool character. And when it comes to tactics, extremely savvy. Uh, we do have a lot of matches coming up on uh, Wednesday. What are we? To, yeah, Wednesday. Uh, so I will tell you that we have some interesting matches, some cracking ones. Most of the big teams in action on Wednesday. Arsenal are going to face Bournemouth at the Emirates. That should be a good match. Uh, Southampton-Fulham in what is going to be a massive relegation, a six-pointer. And another huge match at Stamford Bridge. Tottenham Hotspur are going to face uh, Chelsea. I was just talking about that with Rick Tittle. Uh, Crystal Palace are going to face Man United. And again, Palace coming off a terrific win uh, just recently beating uh, Leicester 4-1. So they'll be facing Man United. Uh, Liverpool will be hosting Watford at Anfield. And Man City will be hosting West Ham United at the Etihad. I think all eyes will be on Liverpool and Man City and how they do. But don't forget the Chelsea Spurs match. And, of course, that Southampton-Fulham match is an absolute mouth-watering relegation fixture. All right, folks. Well, that is just about going to do it for me today. I want to remind you, please, to check me out on Twitter, at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. And, of course, you can also find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. I am with you every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, usually with Nick Webster. He wasn't here today. I want to thank Rick Tittle for joining me, as always. And, folks, uh, be back with you tomorrow. Have a great night. Coming up on the left-hand side.